0: On today's Monday recap episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, Cody and I look at where the game was lost for the Houston Texans. Injuries MetLife did not go hand in hand on Sunday, as CJ Stroud is now in concussion protocol, along with other injuries. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. welcome 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 texans fans locked on Texans listeners and viewers to a monday episode of the locked on texans podcast a part of the locked on podcast network your team every day i'm your texas football analyst john some sports guy hickman and the man with the plan sports illustrator's own credential media member cody davis I'm sad. Sad, I'm sad. sad day. Sad, sad <laughs> Sunday as we recording. Sad Monday for a lot of people that had the time to, mm-hmm. to watch their game. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, uh, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to slash locked on NFL and use code in all lowercase locked on NFL for a first time deposit match up to $100 as we look. And get into today's show. Are the Texans' postseason hopes done? Man, two weeks ago it was MVP and win of the division. Now are the hopes for the playoffs over with. Cody and I will look at how the game was lost, and I think mainly was the first half of this Texas team. But we opened up today's show with the most concerning, uh, the most probably breathtaking when you saw the hit on the field, the injuries to Nico Collins, Uh, the Texans suffered five injuries to to key players, including Will Anderson Nico Collins. So we'll talk about that, but C.J. Stroud is in concussion protocol. A brutal hit, Cody, listeners and viewers. Kind of reminded me uh, and put me in the mindset of that tour hit from last year was the head hit the ground so hard, his body Mm -hmm. just, you know, it was just, ah, man. Luckily, he walked off on his own strength, but he is in concussion protocol.
1: Yeah, and that's the worst part about it, which is the biggest thing about this about this game. Um, first of all, John, to your point, there was five total injuries that the Houston Texans sustained to very key players: C.J. Stroud concussion, Nico Collins calf, Blake Cashman hamstring, Will Anderson ankle, and Come Tavier Thomas. <laughs> oh man, hamstrings in the city of Houston does not go well. And Tommy Taviera Thomas went down with a knee injury. All five of those guys did leave early. John, this is a team that entered this week 14 contest without Tinkdale, Titus Howard, and Dalton Shorts. But, of course, the biggest name on this injury report is C.J. Stroud. To your point, took a hard hit by defensive lineman Quentin Williams midway through the fourth quarter. Head bounced off of Midlife Stadium's turf. And, John, to me, I thought that it should have been an illegal hit penalty call on Quentin Williams at the time, at least. From what
0: ruffer. I saw, passer.
1: exactly rougher than passer. But the one thing that I love about Costa Mico Ryan, he does not make any type of d- excuses.
0: Yeah, on the hit with CJ, we got to block it better. All right, we can't allow them you know, to get back to our quarterback. We have to block it better up front.
1: I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. However, John, a concussion injury, you might as well already call it. CJ Stroud will possibly miss next week' game against the Tennessee Titans, along with Blake Cashman, because yeah. one thing that I've been preaching about ever since you and I have been reporting on hamstring injuries, without a shadow of a doubt, you are missing at least a minimum of two weeks i.e just take a look at dalton Shaws dalton Schultz went down with a hamstring injury in the game against the jacksonville jaguars and missed the mm-hmm. previous two games and that was with him actually practicing this past wednesday but cj it doesn't look good speedy recovery to him but once again injuries continues to be a major point for the houston texans in 2023
0: so i definitely want to start off saying a couple of things speedy recovery to all of the players that um Suffered an injury heading into this week and leaving this game out. I, I And we'll get into this in the second segment. I'm not placing the blame on injuries for this game, nor the MetLife Stadium. But I, it, these injuries, man, I, I don't even want to talk about it too long. But I look at the in, injury to C.J. Stroud. He is your number one guy. Will Anderson mm-hmm. goes out with an ankle injury. And hopefully he's able to bounce back next week. We don't know the significance of the injury yet. Well, we well returning back. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry. to cut you off, but the, the, the one thing that scares me about this, well, Anderson has been dealing with an ankle injury over the last couple of weeks, and that's part of the reason why they've been kind of low managing him coming into this game.
0: Yeah. Um. He, but he's the top guy. CJ is a mm-hmm. top guy. We know Tank Dell is out for the year. Nico Collins goes down after getting his 1,000 yards on his career. Congrats, to Nico. But he's a top guy. Um, Blake Cashman is a starting linebacker. Who, who else am I? Dalton Sosa is your starting tight end. Brevin Jordan I thought looked look good today in this in this time, but we'll talk about that. Um, but a lot of these top guys, tightest time, top guys, and the issue right now for Houston is how many times can you continue to replace some of these top guys for the time being? Hmm. Right, Shaq Griffin was a guy that was, that was brought in to – Replace Javier Thomas and then Desmond King so replacing uh Carson a replacement. Um, and they've been able to sustain, right? Kendrick Green, Josh Jones, that so we know about the offensive line. But what makes this team go? The seven games that they've won this year. How are you going to replace not having Tank Dale and Nico Connors? Hmm. Boy, am I gonna talk about that? How are you gonna replace not having Will Anderson to help stop the run, how are you gonna replace that? That's 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 the question I think for the rest of the week. How does Davis Mill have another another legacy game in him? <laughs> is that possible? Can Davis Mill oh, go to Nashville and bring home a dub? You did if he last year. If he does that, the conversation about the best backups in the NFL <laughs> got changed. But no, seriously, how is? Concussion protocol for CJ, and that was a tough hit. I wouldn't be surprised if he missed two weeks. You say two weeks? I don't think wouldn't two weeks, but he's definitely not suiting up next week against he's the not. I don't think he's suiting up. I don't think he's suiting up, unless that hit was just really pr- protocol, and it wasn't as bad as it seemed from look, looking on TV, but it was pretty bad. And then Nico with the hamstring. He gets to 1,000, and he goes down. So well, let's talk about where the game was lost coming up on the other side, but the concussion protocol for cj on top of the other injuries it's tough but did the injury steal the show is it were the injuries the reason for the loss before we move on cody yes or no no can't wait to talk about it right now for some of you and some of us lazies that don't necessarily want to leave the house the couch because we've been working all week this is our first time being lazy we want to get something to snack on while we watch the game. We want to order some wings. Maybe we want to order some pizza for the family. You just don't want to leave. Well, That's where the DoorDash app comes in handy. And right now, they can give you an offer. They want you to take advantage of it, right? This is for the family. 50% off, up to a $10 value on your first order. Just download the DoorDash app on your phone, or you can go online. But it's better to download the app and get 50% off. That's right, 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter promo code LOCK23. That is L-O-C-K-E-D-2-3. Again, the promo code is LOCK23. Subjects to change, terms apply. Welcome back, Locked On Texan listeners and viewers. A Monday that Cody and I were... Expecting to be a victory Monday, Cody had bust out the crab legs. We thought we was going to eat some dubs, right? We thought that's how everything was going to kick off. But from the moment the game kicked off at MetLife Stadium, it was just not good for the Houston Texans. I mean, in the first half alone, we look at a team that was one of seven on third downs. 2.2 yards per play, negative four passing yards, three sacks allowed. They did run the ball fairly well with 67 rushing yards, with six punts from Cameron Johnston. Mm. Noah Brown combined with Robert Woods. They both combined for negative two receiving yards on five targets. And so this is where we start. Where was the game lost? Number number one, the impact of losing Nico Collins that early through the entire offense out. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we talked about this week was how can Houston bounce back without having no tank there? What what can their game plan look like? And how can they get more from other guys? Remember that conversation, Cody? Yes, sir. We both mentioned – well, I mentioned Brevin Jordan, who, again, I thought he had a fairly decent day, all things considered. As a matter of fact, he was the number one receiving threat for TJ today mm-hmm. uh, during this game. But I called upon Noah Brown. Didn't get nothing from him. Did not get nothing from him. And I, I think for the most part of the game, especially when Nico Collins went down, you saw Sauce Gardner, who I think coming into this game, he heard all the talk. Hmm. Sauce Gardner had a phenomenal game. I got to give credit where credit is due. But Noah Brown gave Houston nothing. Robert Woods, the guy that I had a problem with that contract, and by no means am I hating on him getting this money, but the contract Houston gave him in the offseason before free agency really kicked off. I've always had an issue with it. And boy, was today the biggest, this is why. No Nico, no Tank Dell, no Dalton Schultz, and none of these guys gave C.J. Stroud a chance. None of these guys gave C.J. Stroud a chance. Drop passes, not being able to get separation. And and, and by the way, we'll we'll talk about this before we move on. This was everything the Jets wide receivers were able to do for a struggling quarterback. It's Zach Wilson, who threw for 300 yards. And you mean to tell me none of this was able to get, you know, done for C.J. Stroud? Was nobody able to help him out? But it still goes to one guy. We talked last week about what would happen if Bobby Sloyd moved on. And I said, "What does he need to stay? This was one of the most, if not the most, I'm going to say the most disappointing game from a play caller standpoint all season. You're going up against a top, tough defense. Your offensive line at this point is struggling with the likes of Quentin Williams, Jermaine Johnson, and that deep front. They're getting pressure on your quarterback. And we're still seeing a lot of these long, drawn-out plays when both Nico and Tank Dale is not on the field. So you're, you're, you're hoping for some of these down field connections to happen, and it's, it's not going to happen because the chemistry, Nor Brown did it for two games, and guess who's on the field at that time? Woods has not consistently shown to be an impact player for this offense. And I thought the play calling from Bobby Slug having all week, and understanding the type of defense you're going up against, and whether you were going up against, right, the field you were going up against. Uh, and th- at no point did I feel like CJ was put in a good position, and no, at no point did I feel like the offense was put in a good position. And and to make matters worse, their last three plays in that first half, they started all of and all of those drives were started inside their ten yards. So at, they were already going up against adversity. Not good field position, the worst of good field position. And at no point did I feel like the offense was put in a good position. Did I feel like CJ was put in a good position. At no point. And I got I give a bulk of the blame to Bobby Slork. I give a bulk of the blame to those receivers who. Why should why should we sit back and say, boy, man? two receivers that has barely getting any playing time this year because of the youth should be more of an impact players than the two veterans. We haven't seen a lot of Xavier Hutchinson snaps. We hadn't seen a lot of John Mitchell snaps, which is what we were what we've been wanting to see. But we I left that game thinking, "Oh my gosh. <laughs> take them out, take the vets out and let the young bucks go." And that's the exact opposite of what I thought should have happened. I'm sorry. I did not mean To to take over, Uh, I just want to give you guys these numbers. Houston, Texas, I think, had like seven straight punts. They they were not able to really establish anything offensively, which is why I think the game was lost. Your defense held a team to zero points at the halftime, and you were not able to take advantage of that. C.J. Stroud, 10 of 23 on the the game, 91 yards, sacked four times. Uh, Devin Singletary, 13 carries, 65 yards on the ground, five carries. Per five yards per carry, one TD. Damian Pierce, four carries, nine yards, 2.3 carries. Mm. Okay. Mm. Reverend Jordan, three for 35. Uh, Nico Collins, one for 13. Xavier Hutchinson, two for 15. Noah Brown, zero for zero. Robert Woods, one for negative two. Noah Brown and Robert Woods combined for eight targets leaving the game. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you
1: are hot. Um, First off, since you focus on the offensive side of the ball, I'm going to look at the defensive side of the ball. But before I get to that, this is where I have an issue with Bobby Sloan because I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that the reason why we saw him call such a terrible game was because he really didn't know how to play with the weather. As we all know, it was bad. It was terrible. And, John, all three levels on the offensive side of the ball from 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 the, the, the backfield to the offensive line to the wide receiving core was just terrible. It was just, this was by far the worst offensive performance that we saw out of, Houston, out of the Houston Texans all season long. The offensive line, they looked terrible. They gave up four sacks and several hits to C.J. Stroud. That's why we had to open up this show talking about Stroud being in concussion protocol, your your, your, your back. Backfield did not give you much. By the way, later on in the week, we got to have this conversation about whether or not Devin Singletary has finally taken a hand with RB1. I only said that because I believe for the very first time since he was drafted by the Houston Texans, Damian Pierce had less than 10 snaps. I counted six for the entire game, but we're going to wait until the rest of the stats come out. But I think he had less than 10 snaps in this game. However, going back to I feel like I want to give the offense an excuse because there was a moment, I believe early on in the first quarter where CJ Stroud tried to connect with Noah Brown, what looked like could have been like a 30, 40 yard um, completion, but you can tell he, he dropped the ball due to the ball being slippery because of the rain. However, no, no, no. However, the one thing that I said, I love about coach D'Amico Ryan's. He does not make, any
0: excuses yeah we we tried to run the ball right we had some ops there uh still mix it up thank guys, you know it rather wasn't bad enough where you couldn't throw the football right it wasn't that bad of a rain um but we had some ops there It just didn't make the plays
1: you heard Costa Mico rhymes it wasn't that bad of a rain and this is why i have the biggest issue with bobby slow in his play calling because sometimes i feel he doesn't believe what he truly have on the offensive side of the ball because I felt like even though from what we were seeing the weather how bad it was he still could have utilized CJ Stroud and that offense better than what we saw however John I think this game was lost simply due to the fact that they let and I can't believe I'm about to say this and I feel like I want to throw up that they let Zach Wilson get comfortable early on in this game now now, let me preface my statement by saying this from the outside looking in over the last three weeks we've seen the turmoil going on in new york go back three weeks ago he had a terrible game against the buffalo bills he get benched for two games then leading up for this week he is inserted back into the starting lineup i came into this game thinking that Zach Wilson was going to have a decent performance. Only because, I don't know what it is, but when the quarterback gets benched and he comes in, at least for the next two to three games, they play decent football. We've seen it several times here in the city of Houston over the last two years with Davis Mills. I understand that and I get it. However, to allow Zach Wilson, out of all quarterbacks, Zach freaking Wilson, Throw for 301 yards while going 27 of 36 with not one, but two passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. I I couldn't believe it. This was worse than when they let Desmond Ruler go off on them a couple weeks ago. And I say this is worse only because... At least Desmond Ritter is, is somewhat of a decent quarterback at his best. Zach Wilson has been terrible since the very first day he got drafted into the NFL. By the way, you already, I already told you how many passing yards the Houston Texans gave up, 301. 2 touchdowns, no interceptions. Coming into this game, in the 10 games that he started prior to playing against the Houston Texans, the man averaged 194 yards with seven interceptions. You telling me a defense led by Coach D'Amico Ryans, a defense that had John Grenard, Will Anderson, um, um, uh, Derek Stingley Jr., Steven Nelson. I'm mentioning all the guys that we've been singing their praises on that defensive side of the ball throughout the whole entire game. You telling me? you couldn't get not 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 one interception now i understand that they did have that one turnover and we thought that's when the game was going to flip in favor for the texans however what did zach wilson what did the defense allow zach wilson to do after that after that fumble and the, and, and 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 the texans credit to their offense did capitalize on that. what did they do they went out there and scored another touchdown to make the game I think it was twenty one, if I'm not mistaken, to six. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! You like this is what frustrates me about the Houston Texans. This after- is after
0: Matt Amendola missed the field goal.
1: Yeah, after Matt Amendola. Point out
0: the point out the touchdown. That's what I mean. The PAT.
1: But this what has frustrated me the most about the Texans this season. They play either up are down to the level of their competition. And for us to sit here and read and hear Zach Wilson had one of his best career games, man, I'm sick to my stomach, man. Playing and I, simple, I, I, I just got to be truthful.
0: I think I think you have every right to. I think the fans that were watching at home has every right to. This was an opportunity. The, the, the Jags lost, the Browns lost. This was mm-hmm. an, a golden opportunity for the Houston Texans today. And they and and I think and again, I'm just setting it up for what we're going to talk about next. And I think that it's in jeopardy now. This was 300 yards, seven of 15 on converting downs between third and fourth downs. In that second half, Zach Wilson put on a massive performance.
1: Yeah, the, I mean, the young Look, I know I have my feelings about that young man, and I think he's the worst starting quarterback this year i've said that going into and he has proved me right so far but i he have is. to give credit what well, credit is due that young man did went out there and had one of his best game of his career but to have it against the texans for the second time this season we're looking at a subpar quarterback have a mass uh, have a career day Third
0: time this, I don't want to he, had a, he had a career fourth quarter desmond and zach at career games.
1: It's I could live play. with the Bryce Young because I know what he can be once Carolina get their situation together. But Desmond Rilla and Zach Wilson, come on, man. We're looking at two quarterbacks that shouldn't even be starting this year.
0: It may have not been a fun Sunday for Texan fans out there, but you can still have fun throughout the week. And that's with Prospects, the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against numbers you're not battling thousands of other players like pros or sharks you pick the more than or less than on two to six player stat projections sit back and watch the winnings roll in with basketball season here you can now pick combo projects projections across football and basketball from specials league a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues for example, LeBron James plus uh, Travis Kelsey at 10 and a half combo of three point made and receptions more than less than on that. And do you want to play alongside of prize picks favorite players like rapper Meek Mill or comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find the community plays under the promo tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Go to Prospects.com or download the app on your phone. Uh, prospects.com backslash locked on NFL. Use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that is locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Just download the prize app on your phone or go online. Before we close out today's show, guys, are the Texans' postseason hopes done? And hopefully you guys have stuck around to this point. Please let us know how you feel in the comments. Let us be true. Don't get you blocked by YouTube. But if you're you're following and watching, subscribing on YouTube, drop it in the comments. If you're not, please subscribe, like, and then comment on how you feel regarding Houston, Texas, playoff hopes right now. Are they done? No. No. Now, with a loss today, I was looking at a metric. They have a 40% chance of now making it, but I think because of Indy losing, that's what I'm going to say. Indy losing, the Jags lost. Some things are working out in their favor. Mm-hmm. It's imperative that they win out against the Colts. They got to beat the Colts one more time. They got to beat the Titans twice, I think. Actually, I think the Houston Texans got to win out and that's going to be tough. The Browns defense is crazy. Uh, is that who they play next?
1: No, they play Tennessee next. Play
0: Tennessee. I'm sorry. Tennessee's next. That's a winnable game with Davis Mills. The Browns is not. So hopefully CJ Stroud is back for that. That's going to be at home, the Browns game. But I still think they got a shot. Um,
1: I don't know. To be honest with you, John. That's fair point, because I, I really don't know. And 300 yards <laughs> to Zach Wilson. And, and look. It all depends on. Y'all made my daughter sick. <laughs> she was crying before we started. But <laughs> I, I really don't know whether Texans' playoff hopes are at this point because yeah. I think it all depends on injuries. Starting yeah. with CJ Stroud. John, let's say for the sake of the argument, you're right. It's a bad concussion if CJ Stroud misses both games. I don't know if the Texans can squeeze two games in the absence of C.J. Stroud, Yes, I understand they're playing against Tennessee, but when I look at Tennessee, I'm also looking at whether or not Will Anderson Jr. is going to be available for that game, because yeah. if he's not, you're going up against Derrick Henry, and I understand Derrick Henry is no did, or is no longer King Derrick Henry like he was over the last, what, three years. However, that is still a dangerous running back, and we know what Derrick Henry can do once he get into a zone, and for them, for the sake of this argument, the potential of them playing the Tennessee Titans without one of their best run stopper and Will Anderson Jr. It's going to be hard for the Texans to go in Tennessee and try to win that game. It's and going then, to be hard
0: for the Texans to. They're going to be down some top players. Of the course, the conversation this week, which is after talking about what is Nico, <laughs> is he whatever? There's no wide receiver I trust right now if Nico's not on that field.
1: And that's another guy that I'm looking at. And then when you take a look at guys like Nico Collins, the potential of playing without CJ Stroud, um, you know you're not going to have Tame Dell. the possibility of whether or not Dalton Schultz is going to come back. And if he does come back, what is the likelihood he's going to be 100%? Then you're going up against one of the best defensive teams in the league in the Cleveland Browns. So I I, I just don't know where the Texans playoff hopes stand at this point. And what makes me even more frustrated about this loss, this is a team, if they would have taken care of business in New York, they would have been tied with the Jacksonville Jaguars at 8-5, and which meaning their playoff chances would have been a lot better today than it it is versus them taking this loss in in New York, man. Once again, this is just a terrible loss that the Houston Texans sustain, and I don't see how they can overcome this one, man.
0: That is the third time we've said that this year. And th- these are the games you are expecting a young, good team, a playoff hopeful team to pull out. Mm-hmm. This is the Atlanta Falcon game. This is the Carolina game. This is the New York Jets game. Where you are favorite <laughs> coming into the game, this should be a win for you. Mm-hmm. And yet and still, mm-hmm. a career day for Desmond Ritter. You allow the Panthers their only win on the season in career day for know, it, I think it, I got brunch with your best friend, Zach Wilson. This was one of career his career day.
1: days. Oh my gosh! Career <laughs>
0: mo- and a career game. moment. Make,
1: uh, make, y'all, make y'all better
0: make sure y'all listen to the Locked On Texas this week.
1: This make my head hurt, man.
0: Make sure that you are subscribed, you're liking, and make sure that you come into the Locked On Texas podcast on YouTube under Locked On Texas. Give me a follow on x john underscore hickman 12 and follow the locked on texas youtube page as well i think y'all need to make sure y'all tap in this week we're gonna have some fun we're gonna talk we're gonna talk we are gonna, talk, we gonna we have some fun this week because this is unacceptable
1: it really is but as always i'm your host cody m davis please remember to follow me on twitter at cody davis underscore 24 once again that's cody c-o-t-y d-a-v-i-s underscore 24 um, John, I think the silver lining to all this is, this is probably the first time this year we had a we, we had a recap like this. So, I mean, that is a silver lining because last year all of our recaps was like this, but this, this is one different. hurts. This, this, this
0: one hurts. Let me tell you why it's different. This was a playoff game. This is mm-hmm. the game you make a push for something that's attainable that you haven't done since the 24-0 meltdown. This was a moment that you should have pulled out Hmm. stops to dominate in this game, just like the Falcons, (laughs) just like the Carolina Panthers. Until tomorrow, ladies (laughs) and gentlemen. Peace.